All right. If one more motherfucker tells us to promote our shit on reality records, I'm going to bomb a target. My name is Michael. And I'm Madison. And this is... The Family Size Podcast. Uh, we got more of a laid-back episode today. Madison has prepared another game of... What happens next? What happens next? I almost said who took me home. (laughs) (laughs) That's a song by my band, Paid to Pretend, if you want to go listen to them. Us. Um... That song isn't the best produced, but a lot of the other stuff is. That one's okay, though. It's a good story song. It's a cool concept yeah. about having a one-night stand with an alien from outer space. By accident so. and getting taken. Yeah. By accident? Holy shit. Yeah, you like get so drunk and like... The whole premise is like... I, people have been telling me to stop doing all this mess. And then now, look at me. Now I've accidentally been taken by an alien and I'm up in space and... I don't know where the fuck I am, and they're all looking at me, and I'm trying to escape. Damn, non-consensual probing. Yeah. I'm drunk. I can't give informed consent to this probe. No, non-consensual probing. Band name. (laughs) I knew you were going to say some shit about (laughs) Nice. All right, you ready to get into it? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. Two siblings that like to make each other laugh Cracking fart jokes and reminiscing on the past I'm Michael and she's Madison Hi We're not family friendly but we're family size I think I fucked that up (laughs) Bro, I just fucking remembered I forgot to bring you something Cause right before you hit record I was like, oh for my weekly update I can probably include the date uh, my wife and I went on last night, and part of the date was we went to that new ramen place downtown, Slurp oh, Society. Is it good? It was pretty good. I liked yeah. it. Um, I was wondering about it. The funny thing was that Alexandra didn't like her ramen very much. I don't think she liked the way that like the, the base was seasoned, because it's like everything is seasoned like differently right. in a lot of these bowls, and sometimes like I guess. For her, it didn't all mix very well. But she was going to just, like, leave it there. But uh, but it was, like, a, it had, like, chicken, like, breaded chicken and stuff in it. And I was like, here, put it in a to-go container, and I'll bring it to Madison tomorrow and see if she likes it. It has, like, a little bit of, a, like, a kick to it. Um, but I deadass forgot. And before she went to work, she's like, remember to bring that to Madison. Like, we had that, like, conversation. Damn, I would love to have that. Yeah, like, three or four times we said it. And, like, that'll happen to me where I'm, like, fully committed to, like, yes, I will do that thing. Or I'm going to take the recycling tomorrow. Like, fully, like, that's what I'm going to do. And it's not, I didn't lie, but then I just end up not fucking doing it. Like, it just leaves my brain like the fucking avatar when the world needed him most. It's fucking crazy, so... Anyway, yeah, we did that. Um, went and got a key bowl that mom had made. Um, and that was nice. So we dropped by their place, and Alexandra, um, she was like, hey, are we going to be there for a long time? Because, like, she likes talking to them, but she knows, like, dad and I get carried away talking about football or whatever else, and the next thing you know, we're there for two hours. And 
I was like, no, I think, you know, we shouldn't be there for very long. And I had only planned on, like, meeting someone halfway up those stairs and, like, exchanging the fucking bowl. So we get there. She turns the car off, and she's like, we going? I was like, what the fuck? We both go up the stairs, and then we're in there long enough for me to take three bathroom breaks. And there was even a moment in time where I was like, all right, well, I guess we got to get home and uh, feed Riley, right, babe? She's like, yeah. I guess so. Like, acting as if she wasn't the one that... So, I like, <laughs> I go to the bathroom, again, like, three times, because the fucking oil in the goddamn ramen went right through me. And she's having all this fucking fun times talking to them and shit for all this extra time while I'm falling asleep on the fucking couch. Um, so, anyway, my weekly update... I had two power outages. We had a big storm come through. Mm-hmm. Anything happen to your power? Or? Not, I don't believe anything happened here, but I wasn't here also for the, I was at work for the big part of it. Mm. And the power went out plenty at work. That was a whole debacle. I fucking hated that. Because, you know, then, like, if there's no power. You can't do shit at your place. I can't do anything. Yeah. I can't take payments. I can't make the product I can't do anything yeah that sucks so most like I think both times my power went out I was asleep I think um I would just like wake up in a fucking dark house so there's this one thing where it was I think it was the second time the power went out and it was like kind of late at night right and Alexander was at work and I was in bed just like taking a nap and I wake up a little bit and it's still like all fucking dark and it's the second time the power's gone I was like I thought we fixed this because the power came back on the first time what the fuck is this and the power's out for a very long time before it finally came back on but anyway I wake up it's very dark and I had some kind of weird dream that I can't remember but when I woke up or what made me wake up was I felt like in the dream like it started to turn bad and something had like wrapped its arms around me and I was like nah like and I've said before I can wake myself up so I'm sitting there in my dream like like peeling my eyes open to try to bring myself back to the fucking real world and I wake up and a few seconds after I wake up dead ass in my dark fucking house (laughs) I'm pretty sure based on like context context spatial awareness stuff like that I usually have a pretty good idea of where my dog is and I'm pretty sure he was in the living room like on his bed that was my guess I think I ended up being correct but anyway I'm laying there just like should I go back to sleep should I not and I swear to you what I hear sounds so much like what I thought it was. So I hear in my house is that, <laughs> it sounds like it's coming from my living room and someone is talking to my dog. No, fuck that. Fuck that. No, don't tell me that. Dude, no. 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 You I have to deal. live there. I don't I can't deal with it though cuz whenever that gets said, I feel like once it gets said in my space, yeah. Now it's here. Well, so here, here's what I heard. I heard, hey, shh. No, fuck that. I'm like, and I jump out, you know, jump out the 
I, I, you know, heard such a clatter, I rose from the bed to see what was the fucking matter. And I'm butt-ass, right? I'm like, what the fuck am I even going to do? But I have to, like, I can't let someone hurt my dog if i got to run in there fucking balls flailing. Right. So I, like, hop up, and I'm like, look around, and then I'm like, oh, let me go, let me get my phone off the bed and, like, turn this weak-ass flashlight on and fucking inspect my house. My door's still locked. Like, there's no one in there I'm like bro I don't know what the fuck I heard that sounded so much like hey shh I don't know if I was still like that little bit of me that might have still been asleep heard something from my dream manif- like sound like it was manifesting itself in the real world was was no Alex fucking there? Idea. no she was at work fuck that fuck it so I'm like did someone break into my fucking house and they're telling my dog to be quiet so they can rob me like I got no idea but no one was there. But I'm butt-ass, and I'm going to run out of this room. Exactly. Fucking freaky shit, That's man. scary. It is. It fucking is. So then I was like, I need to get out of this fucking dark-ass fucking house, dude. So Definitely. I would have loaded Riley up. And I did. So I was like, at first I wasn't. At first I was like, I'm going to go on a ride and just like roll around and see when I come back if my power is still out. Plus I needed to charge my phone because it, it was like dying. It was like on like one fucking percent. And uh, right before I left, I was like, you know what? Let me bring him to instead of just leaving him here in the dark. Was he asleep, like, or was he up, like, looking at something? He wasn't freaking out or like being like anything like that. He was just chilling, maybe a little bit like scratching and stuff. So maybe I heard his claws moving around or something. But it's just weird that I could have sworn I heard someone go, "Hey," very fucking spooky. So I load him up in the car. We drive around for a while. And then as uh, we pull back into the neighborhood, I start seeing the streetlights come back on. And so I'm like, fuck yeah. So bring him back inside. And I actually ended up uh, going to the gym later that night and having a pretty good night. Oh, yeah. Um, other than that, I th- not much. I, I figured out my weekly update. Oh, yeah? Yeah. If you're done, I'll go ahead. Um, okay, so on my notes, it said work story, but I forgot what the work story was. It's just, you know, I deliver food for a living. Oh, no, it was some fucking bullshit. Okay. So, I end up leaving out, like, a little bit after 6. I like to work 6 to 8 for dinner shifts. And I end up on this triple... But, of course, like, the first place that I go to for the triple was actually the second place because I've picked up a double. I've dropped off the first fucking thing at an apartment complex. The apartment complex is close to a restaurant that I have to go to that's on another app. Which itself is part of a fucking double. I'm like, alright, well, I have this order that I picked up that was part of a double Let's turn it into this. Except I go in there and it's like an Indian restaurant and all that they ordered was like an order of cheese naan, an order of garlic naan, and some butter chicken. And I'm like, that's, that's all literally... For Indian restaurants, that's chicken fingers and fries. Yeah. And they're taking fucking forever to the point that now one of the apps is calling me saying that the customer is fucking concerned about how long it's taking. I'm like, alright, well I gotta fucking come right back. And so I have to drive, get on the interstate, um, and go drop their shit off just to turn back around, get that food. 
And it was so funny the way it happened because I kept ending up, I basically went in circles the whole time. I kept being like, oh, I've seen that before. Going And so I get home pretty late and um, the toilet was like clogged in my guest bathroom for some reason. And the guest bathroom doesn't have a plunger. And I just, like, took a shit anyway. Ugh, why? But guess what? What? I unclogged the toilet with my shit. So, basically, what I'm saying is my week has not been very eventful. <laughs> and all I have is, like, a wannabe ghost story and me unclogging toilets with shit. And then when that happened, <laughs> that's what I was sitting on the toilet, shitting into it, knowing it was clogged. And I went on Twitter and searched shit in a clogged toilet. I wondered about that because I was like, he had to have just thought, I wonder how many people have talked about their shit on Twitter. Yeah. And then just typed it in the search bar. Yeah, and so Madison, on she wakes up and her phone is just filled with... Shit tweets. All sorts of screenshots I've taken of people talking about Shitter. shitting in clogged toilets. Shitter Twitter. Yes. And I thought she was going to say something like, why are you sending me all these fucking shit texts? But she wasn't even mad. She no. actually was very... I just figured what this is what he must be doing and then dealt with it. Yeah. So what, what's been going on with you? So back in November, I put in a service request with my apartment about a drawer in my kitchen. Oh, is that the one that's... I'm looking at right yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> and the drawer happened to be my silverware drawer. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I ever was like slamming it or anything because it's, I mean, it's old cabinetry from mm-hmm. the 70s. Like the face of everything is like made out of press board. It's all painted white, but like it's not the the sturdiest shit on planet Earth. It's not bad though. And, but this one drawer had always given me issues, like, just a little bit, it always seemed like it was a little off kilter, or like you had to get it back on track, and then you could push it all the way in, type of thing. Yeah, and pull pull it down a little bit to open it, and yeah, then, that kind like, of thing. fit it back in. But yeah. it had always given me some issues, and then one day I go to pull it out, and the entire track system falls out of it. Oh, damn. So, this was back in November, so I, like grab all the parts that had fallen out and gone into the cabinet underneath. Mm-hmm. And it's like one track instead of, you know, nowadays they have a track on either side of the drawer. Yeah. What's this one? Like on the bottom? On the bottom middle. Oh, yeah. And the drawer itself has a wheel on the back end of it. Um, Then there's just like these two miscellaneous pieces of cracked off wood, mm-hmm. which looks to be a piece of cracked off press board and then the back end of a wooden spoon. Hmm. So I immediately gather that somebody already jerry-rigged it to get it back in place, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, use those two pieces of wood to jam the track back on and then and that's why it was fucky for me since the get-go. Yeah, I feel you. There's also just this other random wheel that doesn't fit anywhere, but is there for some reason. Anyway, so I put that service request in back in November. And like a few days ago, like a week ago, I put in a, I didn't put in a service request. I emailed 
the leasing office because I'm coming up on a year of living here. Um, oh, yeah. On May 6th will be a year. Oh, I, I didn't know it was May. Damn. Yeah. And so I couldn't recall if I had done a lease for 12 months or 15 months. And because I've never done this before, I wasn't thinking, just go look at your leasing agreement. What the fuck is a 15-month lease? It it brings down the price of the apartment, for one. But then, but also, I think, actually, I'm remembering just now, this one was only good for a 15-month lease. I couldn't do a 12-month lease on it. And I said, that's fine. Um, but I couldn't, I wasn't thinking about that at the time. So I was thinking at some point they're supposed to like, surely they'll email me because the whole lease was an e-sign lease to begin with. Mm. So why would they just put it in my mailbox, which I don't check very often. Yeah. And so I emailed them before I went to Atlanta with dad. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, just wanted to re up on my lease. Just making sure like I've never done this before. So just let me know something, right? Yeah. And I have I haven't gotten an email back, so I I thought, okay, so this is just like, they call me at work and I'm not by my phone, so I come back and I've got this voicemail that's like, hey, we're calling you about a service request, like please call us back. So I'm thinking, it's just been a few days since then, so they're probably meaning that email. So I call them back and I'm like, hey. And they're like, hey, we're calling you about a service request you put in back in November. I'm like, here's the first thing. Are you not embarrassed? Are you not embarrassed that you're really just saying that to me? Back in November, almost six months ago, yeah. I said, my drawer in my kitchen is fucked up. And you're just now getting to me about that. Now, I understand. Because here's the thing. When my AC went out, it was fixed within hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that there are more important things and sometimes, you know, the leasing office has to deal with the annual checkup from whoever the fuck about the entire apartment complex or they've got to worry about this or like big things and then they also have to worry about one apartment at a time or the landscape and all that shit. Yeah. So I went from they'll get to it when they can to obviously they're not coming back and that's why this person jammed half of their wooden spoon into the thing to make it stay the last person that lived here that's what I thought yeah so I'm like okay yeah just let them know like my kitchen isn't clean like you know the rest of the apartment is not up to mom's standard but it's not dirty right I don't have shit all over the floor in the live in the living space don't get like, shit all over the walls you know you're not smearing your right. shit everywhere but it's not dirty, dirty. It, no, but, no, no, you no. know, I wasn't, I would have rather it been spotless, but it was, it's not dirty. And, but the kitchen was a different story. Like, I should have been, it should have been swept. There were dishes in the sink. Like, mm -hmm. I was not happy with the look of my kitchen. But today's the day that they're going to have to go in there, right? Of course. So I'm like, just let them know it's dirty. It's fine. I'm sure it's fine. It's not, but okay. I get home to that. What what Michael sees is that the drawer which I had pushed into. So you didn't do this. No, I pushed it into the cubby hole because it still would go in the cubby hole. It would just kind of be, like the top of it or the bottom of it would be pulled out from, 
Because, like, you push it in the cubby hole, all the weight of the drawer doesn't have a track to sit on anymore. Yeah. Okay. So it leans down. Uh-huh. So that's how I had it. So from a glance, you wouldn't be able to tell that it was fucked up at all. But I had the track and the wheel and the two pieces of wood over on another, uh, on the cabinet. Uh-huh. So that, or on the counter, so that the way I described, hey, you know, six months ago, the way I described, hey, this is where everything is, um, blah, 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 whatever, uh-huh. they could then do some decoding and figure out how to fix it, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Well, when I get home, like I said, the drawer is leaned up against the cabinetry on the floor. And all of those things, Michael, mm-hmm. the track, the two fucked up pieces of wood, the other wheel, all fallen in to my cub into my cabinet again, like it did when it broke. The other part of it is that there was a piece of wood that sits on the face between the cabinet underneath and the drawer. Mm-hmm. That is broken off now. So they just came in and broke it more, more and, and then, then left it like that. And then left it like that. Which I hope, I, I'm assuming, hopefully they come back. But it's now been like four days, have four had, or five have days. Have any contact about it? Like, no. hey, we, what kind of fucking lobotomites are they hiring here, man? Right. So I'm just like, okay, well. The people that work at my fucking uh, place. Well, they broke it more. And now I don't know when they're going to be back. To fix it, but hopefully it's on the roster. So crazy. Um, but that's my weekly update. Jesus. Jesus. And that's that on that. That's so now I can't. Now I can't that. even put the drawer back in there to make it look halfway decent in there. Because the wood that was underneath it that it was was using as support, mm-hmm. the wood at the front of the cabinetry, the face, mm-hmm. is also broken off. Jesus. So I'm having a good old time with that, but it's all right. We done with weekly updates now? Yeah, I just forgot one of the one of the parts of my story was that I ended up out in fucking Chickasaw. Oh on yeah. On my shift, I'm Madison. I've never been to Chickasaw until that night. I was like, "What the fuck is yeah. this?" How man? about how about no? You know what's fucked up? Mm. I had, I had to get uh, rock and roll sushi. From uh, Tillman's Corner mm-hmm. and drive it all the way out to fucking Sarah Land. Isn't that crazy? And the problem is, is that there's only supposed to be like a, what, five or six mile radius that you should be able to order from. Something like that. But for whatever reason, this person was able to order from the Old Shell, or not from Old Shell, from the Tillman's Corner location and. If you don't know about Alabama, these are two completely opposite sides of the fucking map. And somehow this person was able to order and then continuously complain about why I wasn't at her house yet. I hate people. And then a lot of people that do that, that have like the most fucking complaints and shit like that, aren't even tipping. And it's like... Yeah, I didn't get a tip. But I wanted, I wanted to be like, you know you ordered from the one on Tillman's Corner, right? Like, even the one on yeah. Old Shell, which I think would be the closest, or maybe there's one in Sarah Land now. Like, even then, like, only the Sarah Land one would have been the convenient one. Because mm-hmm. Old Shell's still a thousand fucking years away. 
I would I would have to get on the interstate, and even then, I'm going a ways. Mm-hmm. The one, the Chickasaw person. Chickasaw well, I was always sketch. I was bringing them Church's chicken that was from the Moffat Road that's spelled with an A. That's like almost in like Pritchard, like downtown Mobile sort of thing. Like not the Moffat that goes through Sims. Or maybe it is, but it's the end of it that for some reason yeah. it's spelled with an A. Weird, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, that's always... Like, an Alexander was texting me, she's like, have you ever, like... Do you like working past 8, or do you do it a lot, or anything like that? Um, and I said, I mean, I have, but it's not preferable. For example, I'm in Chickasaw right now. Yeah, yeah well, when it gets later and later, you start getting these fucked up orders. That are always so far and apart. And Uh-huh. They're sketchy as fuck, dude. And then Uber does this thing where... Well, I just gave away one of the companies I work for, but I know at least one of them has sent me notification that has said, it's okay if you work for other people, but if we find out that you're basically prioritizing them over us or it's getting in the way of you and our customers, we're going to terminate your contract. So, you know... But anyway, was it just to you or was it for everyone? It was everyone. It was just one of those things. Every time you open the app, they have some sort of little thing they want to tell everybody. Um, and but Uber does this thing sometimes where, like, I'll be waiting at a restaurant or whatever, and I'll type a whole message to a customer. I love when you can message me. I'll get a call. I'm like, "Hello, this is Michael with Uber Eats, and you know I'm still waiting for your order at this restaurant, and I'm so sorry, or you know." Um, thank you for your patience and all this sort of stuff to like keep them updated and then I'll hit send and the fucking message will just go into the fucking ether and then like the the screen will fucking freeze and I'll close the app and open back up and go to the message screen and it's not there and then finally maybe like however much longer I'll text I'll message him again and it'll actually show up like, hey, I don't know if you got my messages, but I'm finally on the way with your food. Like, so they got some shit to fucking work on. I don't know if it, I think maybe sometimes when I do it, I'm in the car. And so maybe it can sense that I'm driving, but it's like, then don't even allow me to type. If that's what it is. Don't let me type up a full fucking two paragraphs right. just for you to make my fucking message disappear. And make me want to throw my phone in my own fucking windshield. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it for me. All right, well, are you ready? For what happens next? 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 All right, Michael, so my non-acquaintance, mm-hmm. we'll continue to call him that until I get an okay that I can say his name. My chemical non-acquaintance. <laughs> my, my, chem- my chemical non-acquaintance. Um... The other day, you said that you had a What Happens Next about a car chase. Yeah. But you said it kind of fizzled out, got boring. Well, it is exciting, but after a while, like, the same thing happens multiple times during the car chase. And I didn't, and also, like, I procrastinated on it, on putting it together. But basically, like, what happened was a guy uh, gets pulled over. And for some reason, he decide he has something to hide, I guess. So he goes, oh, like he and this is like in L.A., where apparently car chases are just like so popular now. They're all over the internet. So 
he he uh, drives off as fast as he fucking can, steals somebody's uh, work van, and then the cops pull up behind him as he steals it, and then he continues to like back into the cop's car until the cop finally says fuck it and like gets out of his way. So he drives off, steals another, like goes through, hops out of that, hops over fence, goes through somebody's back patio door, grabs their fucking keys off the hook, runs outside, steals their work truck out of their fucking driveway, drives for another long amount of time until he finally um, hits someone's car going through an intersection and crashes into a gas station. The cops hit that person's car as well, and then... Imagine. Yeah, and he's sitting like, what the fuck? And then the cops, like, open fire on the fucking car that has crashed now that they've been chasing, and they're, like, shooting, like, like shotgun shells or, like, like the non-lethal rounds that come out of a fucking shotgun just through the fucking driver's side window before they even go, like, apprehend the suspect. But at the same time, like, on the helicopter camera while this is happening, you can also see that they have beat and arrested the fucking guy that was in the car that got hit. And his wife and kid are in the car. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck did he do? So basically, I was just going to make a what happens next to be like, did he... Steal another car, or yeah. did he finally pull over and give himself up? And then, like at the end, the big "what the fuck" and the "what happens next" would be like, "What happened then? Did his car explode? Did he get away? Did he get arrested? Or um, did the cops fire a gun through his uh, driver's side window as other cops apprehended someone that had nothing to do with the situation?" But you know, I just. I didn't have the energy to put it all together, and you, you, you love to do these. I love doing these. And independently of me bringing up wanting to do that, you had said that you wanted to do what happens next. So I just decided to hand you the reins and let you come up with something a little more right. intriguing than a car chase in LA. So, so that was a couple of days ago when you asked me if I could do one, and so I was talking to my non-acquaintance, and he says, "Well, why don't you do this?" And I said, well, what's that? And he said, go look it up. What if he just said this? Why don't you do this? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so I went and looked it up, and I've watched a documentary, oh, and shit. I've read the entire wiki page. Goddamn. And now I have a what happens next for you that you are not going to be in love with. All right, so it's about a dude beating his wife or some shit? We'll get there. Great. Great, I love that shit. So this, what happens next, is about a man named Kenneth Pinion. Oh, he definitely beat his wife. Kenneth? Kenneth Pinion. Oh, my God. So let's start. Destined. Dougald Albert Pinion, or Doug Pinion. Dougald? Yeah. The fuck is Dougald? Doug Pinion and Margaret Brown welcomed into the world a baby boy on June 22nd, 1962. Mm. His name was Kenneth. While there is no info on Margaret Brown's career of choice, Doug Pinion, A, was an airplane mechanic, B, sold adverts in the local newspaper, C, was a soldier whose shining accomplishment was fighting in World War II, or D, owned a local deli in town where, uh, wherein 
They specialized in cured meats after the Great Depression. This was 62? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking either... Fuck. You said... I'm thinking either A or C, but... Then the baby probably would have been born earlier if he was a World War II vet, because that was what the baby boom was. And 62 is getting into Gen X. Hmm. Alright, I'm just, I'm gonna say airplane mechanic. No, it is C. He was a soldier. Fuck, I knew it was one of those. Alright, alright. Most of Kenneth Pinion's life is not recorded to be researched up to a certain point. But this is where things get wild. Up to when he became notable for something horrendous. <laughs> Great. Let's talk about Enumclaw. Enumclaw for a moment, though. What are all these fucking words and names? The name Enumclaw is derived from the Sahoptan word, um, meaning he who makes noise. What is Sahoptan? I, I believe it's an indigenous tribe. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but I'm not positive. He who makes noise? Yes. And it's Enum, Enumclaw. Enumclaw. Okay. Uh, the initial one is like Enumlaw, but, it, but it's got a bunch of different things on it, so it's not that at all. Anyway, okay. um, so Enum is to nay, bray, sing, and claw is he who. Okay. So, Sometimes it is said that Enumclaw translates as place of evil spirits, apparently referring to Enumclaw Mountain located about six miles to the north. It either means singer or hell. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Indigenous mythology uh, tells the story of two brothers, Enumclaw and Capunis, uh, who were turned into A, the sea and the stone, B, the air and the winding river, C, thunder and lightning, or D, the wind and the rain. B. The air and the winding river? Yes. No, it's thunder and lightning. You fooled me, man. The way you would say that just... I was listening for, like, what words sound the most... Indigenous? <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, I, 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 guess, I guess that's what I... Yeah. You can just put it that way. So. Uh, thunder and lightning, respectively, by their father. The city of Enumclaw says the name means thundering noise. Oh, yeah, noise make... God damn it. Uh, also, Enumclaw is known as one of the largest thoroughbred horse breeding and boarding areas in the United States. On January 11th... 18- oh, so it's an actual name of a town. Yeah. Okay. On January 11th, 1895, Mount Baldy... A small, peak, yeah, a small peak above the town erupted with tremendous fire and smoke. Although no losses or damages were reported, and the, uh, <clears throat> I don't know how to say this word, conflagration was right. minimized yeah. by uh, residents, uh, throughout the 1880s and 1890s, the area was farmed for hops. A conflagration just means blaze. Right. Yeah. When okay. the hops crop failed, or when the hops crop stopped, <laughs> due to pests and economic downturn, the residents turned to dairy farming, which has been a mainstay ever since. 
The first census listing Innenbrook in 1900 put the population at 483 people. In the 1890s, the Northern Pacific Railroad rerouted their line through Palmer, a few miles to the east of town. In 1910, the Chicago, Milwaukee, St. Paul, and Pacific Railroad routed a branch line through Innenbrook. The city was incorporated on January 27, 1913, and in 1929, which is actually the year that Papa was born, a much-anticipated route to eastern Washington this was... 29? Yeah. Dude, he's old as fuck. A much-anticipated route to eastern Washington was opened across the Natchez Pass Highway. In the 1950s, NMCLAW Insurance Group greatly expanded into business uh, into it uh, expanded its business and the home office became a major employer in the town mm-hmm. the company is an insurer doing business in Washington, Oregon, Idaho and Utah not much else happened in this sleepy town to speak of until 2005 but let's go back once more in the 1970s many statutes that had criminalized certain sex acts in various U.S. states were repealed. Mm -hmm. Largely since they had criminalized some consensual sex acts between adults that were no longer considered appropriate to forbid. They were... It's just like a roundabout way to make, like, gay men illegal, really, because it was like... Right. Like, even in Alabama, there's still some outdated laws that, like, aren't enforced, but it's like, I'm pretty sure, like, technically anal and oral or like illegal or like sodomy laws and it's like oh you're just I've like I've got questions for you oh I'm sorry were yeah. they A <laughs> French kissing or, or and oral sex okay B male on male anal sex and all oral sex C male on female oral sex and same sex kissing or D all oral and anal sex D yes Now shut the fuck up and never speak again. (laughs) Sorry, I'm smart sometimes. In Washington State, a law was repealed on July 1st, 1976 that said, Every person who shall carnally know in any manner an animal or bird... Not the carnally know. Or who shall carnally know any male or female person by the anus or with the mouth or tongue. Or shall, or who shall voluntarily submit to such knowledge, or who shall attempt sexual uh, intercourse with a dead body, shall be guilty of sodomy. Your Honor, my clients are non-binary. <laughs> An effect of the repeal was that what became legal in the state of Washington? Mm. A. Gay marriage. It B, got repealed. That, yeah, that law got repealed. In what year? 2005? 1976. Okay, okay. Cool. Um, so, A, A, gay marriage, B, bestiality, C, necromancy, or D, the distribution of gay porn. Well, necromancy is fucking magic, so I don't think so. I will say uh, B. Yeah, bestiality. Because gay marriage wasn't legalized until like 2008, 2000, no, it was like 2012, actually, yeah. In 1997, Kenneth Pinion found himself in the state of Washington after a failed marriage, a child, and a motorcycle accident that caused critical injuries to A. 
his brain and spinal cord. B, both legs and left hip. C, sexual organs. Or D, his neck and collarbone. A. His brain and spinal cord? Yeah. No. What's his neck and his collarbone? No. Alright, tell me. C, his sexual organs. Oh, what a fucking... It is uncertain if this is what caused his divorce, but what were the lasting effects of, his, of said injury? A, loss of sensation. B, unable to conceive. C, erectile dysfunction. Or D, all of the above, as it was a complete amputation of his penis. D. No. Oh, man. It's A, loss of sensation. Oh, that's boring. Kenneth began to seek out increasingly extreme sexual acts, such as insertion of A, Fitz post, he Not, dug up. You can't hit me with an insertion of blank, dude. <laughs> I am. God. <laughs> Okay, insertion of A, fence posts he dug up around his neighbor's neighborhood. He would dig them up? Yeah, he wouldn't just fuck them in public. I mean, what kind of man is he? He would dig them up and he would take them home. And then shove them in his ass? Yeah. Okay, great. B, extremely large dildos and fisting. Double-sided dildos? Inflate, inflated balloons that he would then... Inf- or my God. Deflated balloons that he would di- then inflate once inside. Uh, or D, bedpost, mason jars, and cucumbers. Oh my goodness. No. All right, so I'm just hoping... No, I don't want it to be any of these. <laughs> I think D, I think maybe you thought that up because of like the shock videos people used to make back in the day where they would shove pickle jars up their asses. C, I'm like, what the fuck? Did he like use a bike pump? Yeah. Like that brings a whole new meaning to like... Call it, like balloon knot, right? That's a thing. Um, so I'm gonna say, I don't know, man. Like, you're, I don't think that would work. I think it, like, no, it worked. The ass cheeks are just like together. That I don't think a balloon is just gonna be able to. I don't know. I don't want to think about it, but I am. Um, what was B? Extremely large dildos and fisting. All right, it's not. Uh, And where does this guy live? Washington State? Uh, he's lived in a bunch of different places. Okay, so... We have fence posts that he's stealing from his neighbors. Uh, oh, God. I just have to pick one of these terrible options. Yeah. I've already said it's not D, but I'm starting to think that it's D. Uh... Okay, D. D, bedpost, mason jars, and cucumbers. God, bedpost? No. Jesus. Extremely large Christ. dildos and fisting. I was gonna say B, but I was like, I don't know, man. Dildos aren't legal in some places. I don't... Really? And that seems too normy compared to everything else. I should have picked the normal option. Pinion worked at... Fisting himself? I'm sure, getting other people to fist him. God, can you imagine being that sex worker? Can you put your entire arm inside of me? Yeah, because it's like they're like, you know, 50 bucks for, you know, 10 minute blow job, you know, 100 bucks, you can fuck me, you know, yeah. as long as you wear a condom. And he's just like, all right, how much for you to, um, 
go elbow deep inside of my asshole? Uh, when was the last time you ate? That'll determine what my price is. Okay, Pinion worked at Boeing as an airspace engineer. Yeah, of course he did. For eight years. He spent his days building his own farm where he would soon keep horses and spend it and he spent his nights not with, horses, dude, please. Spend his nights with a group of other like minded individuals. Please God. These God. individuals only knew him by his nickname. What was his nickname? Hoss. <laughs> a Pecan Pinion. B Mr. Jericho. C Mr. Hands. Or D, KP. C. Mr. Hands. Yeah. Do you know about this? No, but you said he, he's into fisting, so I just... I just <laughs> yeah. Mr. Hands, yeah. Okay. Because, you know, they don't like... I don't think they put the fist in there. I've heard like you do... Like, yeah, you the, do like this and then you... You do can... the goose with your hand and then you go in there and turn it into yeah. a fist. God! <laughs> the goose. Uh, Mr. Hands, Kenneth. Enjoyed. <laughs> I didn't forget. Okay. Enjoyed. <laughs> In parentheses. I, yeah, good. I did that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I did. <laughs> Enjoyed keeping an alias as his nighttime excursions were less than holy. His friends were from I anywhere. Mean, they were, they're holy. Yeah. They were pretty holy. <laughs> his friends were from anywhere and everywhere. All brought to Washington for one specific reason. All with their own desires, interests, careers. Some swore the innocence of a man plagued with such thoughts and feelings. Some just seeking pleasure. Man, that's the only place I can get a good fist up my ass, this side (laughs) of the Mississippi. In any case, it was kept in the shadows, sworn in secrecy, until July 2005. (laughs) Secrecy? (laughs) They, like, signed a contract with, like, the shit that they got on their fingernails? That's disgusting. <laughs> Instead of signing it in blood, signed in shit. In and blood. <laughs> some lady stuff. This is a shit contract. <laughs> Inumclaw, being the hilly farmland it is, yeah. you can see livestock in almost every direction. No. Cattle, sheep, horses, goats. Even some of Mr. Hand's friends were farmhands, tending to the farmer's crops and livestock, living somewhere nearby or right there on the farm itself. They'd even throw parties. The farmhands that work at the hand farm. Right. Margaritas. <laughs> Margaritas, food, movies, music, and good conversation. Everything seemed normal from the outside. Margaritas? Everything seemed normal from the outside. And to ask James Michael Tate, one of Kenneth's best friends and truck driver, it was normal through and through. Now, somehow... I have almost certainly kept you from understanding what's going on here. No, you haven't. At all. As soon as you said horses, I was like, God damn. (laughs) Okay. No. Uh, Michael, a paraphilic disorder with intense recurrent sexual fantasies, urges, and behaviors involving animals is also known as A. Zoophilia. Yes. B. Mammalophia. Mammalophia. I can't say that one. <laughs> C. ASD. Animalistic sex disorder. 
Or D. I thought that was autism spectrum. Or D. Petophilia. It's A. Yeah. Zoophilia. Yeah, they call it furry zoophiles sometimes. Which, I mean, they basically are. Depending on who you ask, the, the full definition of zoophilia is different. Some say it concerns only a sexual attraction towards animals. Others beg to differ, saying it is a full-on romance. You love the animal like you would a spouse. But they can't love you back in the same way, so it's not romance. Nonetheless, sexual encounters with the fourth-legged kind ensue. Oh, is this like close encounters? Yeah. Of the third kind? Yeah, yeah. If you haven't caught on by now, Mr. Hands and his posse were down to pound town for animals. They were raping the farm animals. Namely, what animal? A, horses, B, bulls, C, sheep, and D, dogs. You're getting fucked by the horse, so I don't know if it's A, although he seems to have a proclivity for having large things put inside of his rectum. But if you're talking about, like, I want, I'm going to fuck that thing, I, I would say sheep. I'm going to go with sheep. Okay, I'm going to read it one more time to you. Okay. If you haven't caught on by now, Mr. Hands and his posse were down for pound town with animals. Oh, getting fucked. Yeah. And that's definitely horse. Yeah. Horses. God damn. If we if we go back to the beginning, I said this very I said it randomly, but it was not random. Also, Inanclaw is one of the largest thoroughbred horse breeding and boarding areas in the United States. No, horse breeding. No, it's far to a whole new fucking meaning. <laughs> Mr. Hands first found himself in this circle, just like most of them. He's found himself. Yeah. There, you know. In an online forum as they searched the interwebs for why they are having the thoughts they do. Though, I believe Mr. Hands was in it for the size not the romance, as it helped him feel sexual pleasure where he could no longer with ordinary things such as humans or inanimate giant dildos. How do you do that? Just like bend over in front of a horse, spread your ass cheeks, and be like, hey, over here. No, in the documentary, um, they talk about how, like, they would all get together and, you know, you have to be a certain way with the animal and then the animal will certainly like also get horny for you and then it'll come put its head on your shoulder uh-uh. yeah and then it will mount you you could die getting fucked by a horse i need everyone to understand this while finding his fellow zoophiles was nice it wasn't enough one of the members had access to a farm oh, as we never, know it's never enough with all the stallions one man could ever ask for. Mr. Hands over time made quite a name for himself in this circle and out on the internet. A name for himself. Like he was the fucking... (laughs) Made a name for himself in this circle and out in the internet. On the internet as he had a... Become a spokesperson for Zoophilia. Petitioning uh, petitioning to be a sister company to PETA. B... Started filming his encounters along with one of his friends and uploading them to porn sites and Zoophilia forums. C. Became the CEO of a web forum, Zoophilia, The Nature of Man. No. Or D. Formed a horse sex trafficking ring where he sold horses across the nation strictly for sexual use. B. 
Correct. He started filming this shit. We don't know how long exactly the Zoophilia Brigade was wreaking havoc on the sleepy town of Enumclaw, but it was it uh, it all came to a screeching halt on the night of July second, two thousand five. On this fateful night, Mr. Hands and a friend were out to film another horse-related sex act. As usual, Mr. Hands was ready for the taking, and a stallion was prepared. Unfortunately, all went awry faster than one horse speed when A. Mr. Hands bent over in front of the horse, startling it and causing him to trample Mr. Hands to death. Amazing. B. Please be that. The friend who helped film these videos had been undercover for months, and police swarmed. <laughs> and police. <laughs> we all got enough information. We need to. How many more horses are I gonna take in my ass, Chief? Please. Okay. For months, and police swarmed the farm, taking Mr. Hands and his posse to jail. The horse got a little too excited, pushing his member so far into Mr. Hand's rectum that it ruptured his colon, ending in his death. Amazing. Or D, the footage was discovered by the owner of the farm. He then fired his farm hand and sent the rest of them running with a threat of law enforcement. All stallions were then removed of their horsehood. They cut the horse dicks off? Yeah. Okay, that didn't happen. Um, I want I want him to be dead, so I'm trying to decide if it's A or C. Um, so I'm just gonna go with A. That's what my gut tells me. It's C. The horse got a little too excited, pushing his members so far into Mr. Hand's rectum that it ruptured his colon, ending in his death. There's a reason why a horse dick is its own saying. Yeah. It's oh, huge. They're it, big. They're, they're fucking big. God. It, it killed him. Yeah, it killed him. He killed. He got killed with a horse dick. Imagine dying that way. Like, what? What? what's the coroner going to tell your fucking family? What the fuck? Mr. Hand's friend rushed him to the hospital and dipped. I'm sure. Just dump him at the fucking front door. Mr. Hand's, Kenneth Pinion, was dead on arrival. Awesome. The injuries sparked interest, and soon it was discovered that a stallion sex ring was in the midst of Enumclaw. There's a dead man with a fucking <laughs> intensely gaped asshole just in front of the fucking ER department. Yeah. God. Uh, a documentary was released by none other than James Michael Tate, one of the people in these films. Of course. Who I believe was the cameraman for all of the deviant horse porn or invo- involved somehow. Deviant <laughs> horse porn. <laughs> deviant horse porn. Band name. God. Uh, what was the name? No, that's an album name. Yeah, what was the name of this documentary? Deviant horse porn. A, Mr. Hands, The Life and Death. B, Zoo. C, Horseplay. Or D, Don't Judge a Book. B. Zoo? Yeah. Yes. Good. There was horseplay. That was funny though, right? I was so. It's clever. It's clever, but it's just like, no, please don't be horseplay. 
The documentary isn't lacking in oddities, but the angle in which the narrator slash director seeks to gain sympathy throughout the film is notable. The gist, along with the main plot, is that zoophiles are human too. No, they aren't. And if anything, they take better care of these animals than other people do. No, they don't. Don't watch it if you are easy to anger or an upset stomach. I will not watch it. To this day... The supposed video of Mr. Hand's last encounter with a horse is easily accessed on the internet. Oh, him dying? Please don't ask me to explain. Oh my god. This video is called... A. Huff and Snuff. <laughs> Two guys, one horse. B. Fuck to death. <laughs> That's on lolshock.com. C. Horseplay with Mr. Hand's. Or D. Old guy railed by stallion. It's gotta be B on some like 8chan or some shock humor website. Fuck to death? Yeah. No, it's A, two guys, one horse. Oh, there was a... Okay, so both guys got the horse. Yeah. So the first guy survived, I guess. Well, yeah, and then I was thinking maybe that was just one that got popular. Because this one... This one was just cut off. Like, or maybe two guys... I don't know. I just know that the one that I found, yeah, because I found one, it was very easy to find it, and I was, I'm was i horrified that it won't stop going through my head. You watched it? Yeah, because I was trying to see, like, what's up, because it, th- what I was reading was that this one video is the one where he got penetrated so hard that he died. So I'm watching... What if he went first, but the other guy was just like, yeah, I really need this fucking horse cock, dude, sorry, I'll bring you... Yeah. I'll bring you to the fucking ER later. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, so... <laughs> but a horse cock goes all the way in him. Yeah. And remember, horse cock is like the size of your abdomen, if not longer. So then you... That's so much horse cock inside of one human. Mm-hmm. And horse cock. And you hear him. Too. you hear him make a noise like, ooh, like that. But he's still like, alive. Like the, the Roblox oof? Yeah, he's like still alive in the in the video, but it only shows that. Like it only shows like yeah, that it's only like a 30 second clip. Jesus. Yeah, that's probably it then. Um the news made headlines not only in Washington, but most of the United States, even becoming a meme at some point. Since the incident, Washington has reinstated a law against bestiality in general. And the filming of sexual acts with animals. If broken, this law can land you up to how many years in prison? This is the last question. Okay. A, five. B, seven. C, 15. Or D, 25. I'm just going to say what I want it to be. And D. No, it's A, five. So, like, say you're homeless and you just got it. You need a place to live. Uh-huh. And food, just go fuck an animal, in Washington. You'll get five years. Please don't fuck an animal. Don't actually fuck an animal. But go like, break a fucking. Throw a rock at a window of a precinct, and you'll be good. That's all okay. you need to do. Don't hurt anybody. Just do some dumb shit and go to prison for it. All right. So I've got a little more information for you. Sometime after the events in Washington. Oh, by the way, the zoo documentary. If I if that wasn't made clear was made by the other guy that was getting fucked by horses. Yeah, you said that. You said that. And he was trying to, like, make it sympathetic and shit. And it's like, no, dude, you're you're completely incorrect in the things that you do. Right. 
So sometime after the events in Washington, Mike, uh, James Michael Tate uh, moved to Maury County, Tennessee. Um, onto a farm owned by a man named Kenny Thomason, uh, housing horses, pigs, goats, and dogs. His name was, I don't think that his name was given up initially because it wasn't illegal at the time. Okay. Um, so he just got to, like, go or, like, maybe, like, it because it wasn't illegal, law enforcement really couldn't do much of anything, so... Anyway, on October 13, 2009, two years after the documentary, a woman associated with them, Christy Morris, was arrested and charged with three counts of animal cruelty. Good. Two days later, an anonymous person emailed investigators a photo of a man having sex with a Shetland pony from Thomason's farm. Tate and Thomason were arrested that same day. Tate was charged with three counts of felony animal cruelty, while Thomason was charged with two. Uh, According to Tate's arrest warrant, he had been engaging in sex acts with a stud horse over a span of several months. Tate Tate and Thomason admitted to engaging in sex acts with a horse. In January 2010, Tate pleaded guilty in a Tennessee court to engaging in sexual acts with animals and was placed on probation. Probation? Mm-hmm. Death penalty. And that's all I've got for you. The tale of Mr. Hands. Bro, if you're... Who, by the way, was born in 1962 and died in 2005. So this motherfucker was 43 taking horse cock. Come on, man. You gotta... Mm-mm. No. No. You can't be this way. You just can't. It's not. This is not one of those like, oh, everyone has kinks. You let people like what they want. No. I think he was. I think it was 1962. Taking advantage of animals and doing dangerous shit also. So, no. Let me make sure of that. Deserved L. He looked like an old man. R.I.P. Bozo. But I could be wrong. So. Were you you weren't expecting that surely at all? No. No, I thought it was someone beating their wife or I I did imagine the way you kept like specifying like I oh, was nineteen sixty is when he was born. Oh, so he was even older, forty five. Yeah. But, like the way you were specifying that like I was gonna hate it, I had like an idea that it might be about like animals being hurt. Yeah. But I didn't think it was about like, you know, someone bending over for a fucking Clydesdale. No. Would you like to see what this man looks like? Uh, yeah, as long as it's not what his body looked like. When no, he was no. Fucking done with. I'm not gonna show you that. And how do you how did he get the horse does, off him? Did he have to not... let the horse finish, and then 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 First remove all, him from the situation? Okay, this is so fucked. I didn't notice this. This is the. Uh, what are you showing me? The this is the the documentary picture. Do you see what's in his eye? It's a horse. Oh, it's a naked man. And in the horse's eye is a is a naked man. We are not who we appear to be is what it says underneath. Yes, you are. You appear to be someone that, like, gets fucked by animals. This is... He doesn't look like he's 45. He looks way older than that. 
the fuck is wrong with his hair? He has music? I fucking hope not. She showed me a photo and under it says stream Kenneth Pinion music. Stream Kenneth Pinion music, yeah. Jesus. So I was kind of afraid that you were um you were going to catch on. Mm. I mean I only caught on once you once you mentioned the horses. I was like, God damn it. Now this could be James Michael Tate and that's But I want to say that's the same person. Yeah, it probably is. So anyway. Why does he look like Mick Jagger? Or, I don't know. Or fucking young Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, it's all fucked. Bro, like, the way he looked when he was young, he, there's plenty of, like, people that would have been attracted to him. Well, it wasn't that. It was that he got in that, that motorcycle accident, and he couldn't feel his wiener anymore, so... So, so he turned into at the a moment, size queen? Yeah. We had to to try to get some sort of pleasure. In the video, if I can say this, <clears throat> all what besides seeing that he's getting absolutely destroyed by a horse, he's got like three bars in the back of his balls. Like on the back side of his balls, because you're looking at him like from the back. Yeah. He's got like these three ba- bars. Like piercings or I like... don't I guess they're piercings. Oh, yeah. So he was trying everything to try to get his wiener to work for him. Or get some sort of something. I mean your prostate's not that deep. Like people get like prostate massages just with index fingers. Like Yeah. So I don't understand this whole like no, it's gotta be like the longest fucking thing in the world. Well it's gotta almost be like it's gotta be painal. In order for him to feel it, because all this, a lot of the sensation is gone. Well, the sensation in his dick, but you're saying the sensation in his ass too. Is it sensation in that area in general, like, probably because? Oh, from like the waist down, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. So he had to get some horse in in there to do the job. Isn't that fucked up? It is fucked up. When you could like you can find dildos that big. Yeah. And just sit on it. So that's what but I'm saying. But maybe, like, maybe he needed the, like... The motion? Yeah, and, like, the... the Not human, but, like, the living I get, part I get, of it. I don't know, man. I think Sibians existed in 05, so I don't... What is that? Oh. Yeah, yeah. but then it's not living. It's not also living, and that might be part of it for him. Or it was. He's dead now. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. No, there's no no excuse to be fucking around with animals like that, bro. That's fucked up. So in the comments, let us know if you um. Have ever fucked an animal? No. <laughs> if please don't tell anybody that. Um, if you knew. <laughs> tell the, me and then give me your address, yeah. please. <laughs> if you knew the if you knew the uh, the story of Mr. Hands based on the memory that went through. Facebook and Instagram and everything else. I've heard that name before. I never knew what it was, but like people would bring it up and it always sounded like deviant and they would laugh. Mr. Hands. Yeah, like people on the internet would be like, oh, say something about Mr. Hands, like in passing, and there would be laughter and then the conversation would move forward. Yeah. So apparently he was the guy that got killed getting railed. Yeah, fucked by a horse. That's really nice. Yeah, mounted. Really fucking nice. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, don't get um too close to horses 
um, romantically, sexually, or otherwise. Especially don't come behind a horse if they don't see you, or you will get, get your face kicked off. Get knocked the fuck off. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you're in front of a horse, you have to, like, keep your hand on them as you walk to the back of them. Um, or they'll get surprised if you touch them in the back or something like that, and they'll just fucking kick you in your face and kill you. You know, they do actually um, take wieners off or prohibit wieners from working anymore on a horse. Mm. Um, and the reason I know this is because in the documentary, um, they got a call for another horse that was in the same town. The person that owned him got a call because he was a stallion mm-hmm. and asked that, you know, they talked to him about what had happened and they decided they were going to go ahead and fix him somehow yeah. to where he couldn't get boners or he didn't have a wiener anymore. I don't know how the fuck it worked, mm-hmm. but, uh, they fixed him like that night. So because, because it had come out, they did all these, all these, uh, Mr. Hands and Posse were out on the loose now. Or not Mr. Hands, he was dead, but the Posse was, you know, running out, you know. Carrying on his fucking hopes and dreams. So they were like, you're not going to get my horse. There's just no way, like, I don't... There was this whole, like, argument about, like, who was the real victim there. The horse. Yeah, I, I know that, but there was an argument, and, like, there's this, like, unspoken argument about, like, which one is which one is the victim? Is it Mr. Hands who got killed by a horse stick? No, dude. Or is it the horse? And is the the horse surely doesn't know it's a victim because it just got its rocks off either way, right? Yeah. It's just not right. No, it's not. I mean just like I mean, no, animals aren't human, right? Right. So, I mean, we kind of be, we're like, well, killing animals isn't as bad as killing humans, blah, 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 right? But also because they aren't human, they cannot give informed consent to humans when it comes to sex acts. Correct. So you were like... Whatever word you want to use for that, that is what you are doing. It's not just some kink. You're not innocent. Like, dude. Well, then what is it backwards when they hump you on the leg? When, like, a dog just starts fucking wailing on your leg? I think if you derive pleasure from it, you're sick. Usually, I mean, the move no, I mean, is like, to, it's like, not get consenting, them to stop. But you can't really jail a, a dog. No, you just get, you just get them to fucking leave you alone. So if you're just chilling around a horse and then they mount you and try to fuck you. Just chilling and they do that? Yeah. Do whatever you can to get away from them. They will say. do that. They'll hurt you doing that because they're so heavy. Yeah. But, I mean, usually, obviously, you're fully clothed when they do that. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, you're probably fighting for your life at that point. Yeah. Point. Christ. That's scary. Yeah, don't let, don't let your thang be thanging around a horse. <laughs> That's the Don't thing. let a thang, horse's thang be thanging around you. Because <laughs> holy shit. This motherfucker ruined my khakis. <laughs> this motherfucker ruined Bullshit. my I, life. I was trying to them. take a trip to the fucking local farm with my family. <laughs> <laughs> and I got armed down by a horse. I want a fucking refund. It's a <laughs> I can never wear this shirt again. 
God. All right, guys. Well, we will talk to you next time. And I promise I won't have anything about bestiality then. We'll see, man. I'm like... Oh, shit. <laughs> Please <laughs> Not two weeks in a row. Oh, man. All right, guys. Bye. Deuces. Thank you.